From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State, and all across America and the world, this is The Big and Wild Outdoors. With your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Glenn Kinman. The new place. Hey, welcome in everybody. Good morning. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. We are broadcasting from the studios today. Braden Gunn, Glenn Kimmon, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. It's the uh, the four horsemen of the apocalypse right here in this very room. Oh, that commercial writes itself. <clears throat> and uh, we're here in the studio with lots to talk about. Lots of great uh, things have happened this past week. I noticed week. that you uh, have quite a, quite a list there. And it ain't smor- a Christmas list. Do we, do we have a oh, smorgasbord? No this, no, this is just paperwork I have to fill out for my kid's school already. What the? Uh, is that it. giving them consent to go on a field trip? I'm going to do it after... Uh, during the commercial breaks, it, man, uh, I really thought you had something. I thought I thought it was a list of all the things your grandpa told you about deer hunting that weren't. I got true. that. I got that already for I, this I, week. So. I was listening to the podcast. You know, I I did miss a little bit of time away from the mic while I was up in Pennsylvania, and you know, you go back and you listen to catch up on, and it's like there was all that stuff, and then it was pff, nothing, nothing. Never got to it. Never ever got to Is it. That an iPad? Yeah, I stole it from my daughter. Okay, that explains the purple. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, it's fuchsia. Pink, excuse. Fuchsia. It's I have girls, not, so I should know that. It's not purple, it's fuchsia. <laughs> now, you said you borrowed that. That Borrow usually means you ask. Did you ask? Uh, Yeah, kind of, sort of. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, and really, really quick. She wasn't awake to ask. I did the dad thing. Re- really. It's my house. It's yeah. in my house. I get to use it. I need it. to borrow it. No, no. no I, I have to apologize it. to Glenn real quick, too. For the uh, deer call in last week, uh-huh. <laughs> well, you, know, you, know, you know he dumped you on the first one. Did you know that? Yes. Did you even know? Okay. Yes. Well, I, 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 I was surprised. I was surprised after the uh, roasting deer on our marijuana stash pile that it went that far. But you know, <laughs> that you actually and made knock it that far. You, got, you guys see? It. Well, not the funny was knock. I called on the phone and knock's he knew like who you was. Who is this? Well, at first he was like, who is this? <laughs> Mike is Jonathan. He goes. Uh, okay, John from where are you from? I'm like, <laughs> oh my and, and, and after I did, after I hung up on you, he said, "You know that was Jonathan." I said, "Yeah, but he'll call back." <laughs> yeah, you guys seemed a little stiff. I figured I'd loosen you up a little bit. But the important part is, is that this week uh, we've been running around crazy, making phone calls, making sure everybody's going to step up and do all that stuff. So we have a lot of new sponsors and a lot of new gifts and things to give away for the Panfish Challenge coming up next weekend. Uh, coming that's up, right next right week and. Hard to believe it's here. It's already here, and uh, I will I'm say that on the grill tomorrow. Thank goodness, Paul uh, from Dry Hands uh, Bait Bucket. Uh, those arrived safely. Two of them, one blue one, one pink one. So we're going to be giving those away somehow, some way. Uh, I know that the uh, <laughs> I know that the uh, Crimson Tide Mullet Net is ready to go, and uh, the Gator Colors Bait Net is also going to be. There, so you got two? Go. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, what's two, two of them? Yeah, I got two oh of them. What color is it? It's, <clears throat> it's gator colors. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, Ginger's we, like, orange is, and blue. Is, is that really going to be a crimson net up there? I said, yeah. She goes, don't you think that's gator country? I said, you know what? You're right. But, you know, you, yeah, you're somebody's pay, donating I, something, I haven't you just s- don't say, hey, uh, nah, that one won't work. I want this color. Oh wait! Yeah. So the red is for FSU. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, then, uh, I was never. I wasn't going to bring that up until you did. But I was like, yeah. I mean, of course, it is a cast net, so. dude. When you see the color, it has nowhere near that 
Garnet, as Gene Deckerhoff calls it. Garnet and gold. Well, I mean, but you got the other red team that we play <laughs> in the SEC. Oh, well, that's true. It's not definitely not that color. Who's we? Jonathan, he plays defensive end. Why don't you watch yeah. a game sometimes? <laughs> University Who's, of Florida, baby. Well, uh, he's already there. No. He's, hey, he's we've invested playing. enough blood, sweat, tears, and money in that school, so trust me, I he's can been say playing, we. He's been playing for over 20 years, so uh, yeah. give him a break. He's done without while the kids go to school. <laughs> so, uh, the, so the Nets are ready. The uh, bait buckets are in. Uh, Liberty Outdoors stepped up and uh, donated a 20-quart cooler that they're going to be uh, dropping off for us, so we'll have that. And uh, I know that's three so far. What else do you got? Does anybody else know? <laughs> I think, I has say, the money gone up any? I don't know. It's like every week, every day, something changes. <laughs> I don't it, think there's three days that go by without an updated flyer. Or... Poor Kelly up there, man. She's like, here's a new flyer on Tuesday. Here's a new flyer on Wednesday. Here's a new flyer on Thursday. I mean, it's literally... Uh, people, well, this, they better get it in on Monday because the banners yeah. are going to print. So. <laughs> well, it's crunch time. It's we're one week away from the Panfish Challenge, and if you haven't uh, registered your boat, uh, go do it now. Uh, go call Panavista Lodge, or and, you can uh, just wait and show up Saturday, and it's ten extra dollars. Yeah, instead of twenty five. Instead of twenty five. Okay, good. I did tell somebody the right thing then. Yeah, twenty five uh, now, thirty five day of. So if, you know, if you got the extra cash, we'll take it. It's no big deal. Because a guy, a fella, asked me that same question. He's like, "If we show up Saturday morning to fish," I said, "I think it's forty bucks." <laughs> well, it's extra five. Kick it <laughs> into that's breakfast. <laughs> sorry, the retail guy kicked in on me. I'm sorry. Well, then that way, they, they, you go up and you go. Ah, it's really thirty five. Oh, cool. Yeah, we'll give but, you a deal because you, you got a five dollar donation going to the oh, extra going to the people. That'd be all right. But, but the reason why we want the pre registration is to make sure we have all the fishing rods for the kids that we need to have and everything else. And that's pretty much it. That's uh, that's one of those things with South Eastern Tackle. They uh, donated all those rods and reels for us last year and the telescopic fiberglass poles. And we just want to make sure that we have enough again. Uh, so the first hundred kids are kind of locked in. Anybody after that? <clears throat> Dad, I need your pole because you didn't register us. <laughs> <laughs> Give it up, Dad. No, and I don't want that cane pole. I want that nice yeah. Shimano baitcaster you have sitting over there. Give me that Stratic real quick. <laughs> But it's going to be a great time, and uh, bring the family. I think the, one of the requirements of the rules is there has to be at least one child on the boat. Uh, no, that's, so, we can't do that. Sure we can. No. Yeah, we can. We'll get in trouble. No, That's, that's Braden's rule. Yeah, but he's not. He's he's he going to be on the mic, so it's not he won't the, be looking at the boats. He won't be doing anything. Don't worry. It's why, not why in the rules. Get, why would we get in trouble for that? Because... My kids are all grown and now you're discriminating. Go grab a grandkid or bring one of the neighbor kids, uh, man. Uh, bring somebody that uh, needs grand- to go, go fishing. I, I never got married and never had kids. What are you talking about? Kingfish tournament's got rules. King of the Beach has got rules. How many people per boat and all that other stuff. No one ever gets in trouble for that. We ask whatever the Coast Guard approved on your boat is what you hey. can have in there. But we just recommend we would like to see. We encourage you to yes. take a kid fishing. Listen, that's what it's all about. Yeah. Braden, Braden's just trying to rent his kids out. That's what it is. It's making money for him. Is it really? That's a good idea. <laughs> I'm not saying a word. Look, he's thinking. Look how hard he's thinking. Well, i got to figure out how much they're worth. I'm not saying a word. What they're worth when a, if it comes to the prize money. You win first place, I want 25%. <laughs> <laughs> That's divided five ways now. So it's all but, good. yes, you're right, though, Braden. There was several uh, people stepped up this week yesterday and uh, picked up a few more items. And 
I tell you, it's really uh, it's going to be a good if whether you want to fish or not, you just want to come out and take a chance of uh, winning some good raffle prizes or some silent auction pieces. Come on out, you can spectate and watch everything take place. Uh, with nettle sausage going to be uh, on board this year, uh, cooking it all up. Man, it's going to be nice. Did well, you know you didn't have to cook this year, Jonathan? No, I, yeah, I talked to Wayne this week. Oh, well, see, you were th- anticipating actually having to cook, weren't you? No, it's it's like it, he laughed and told me he go, or I we we kind of had the discussion of the fact that he said now you can be in a supervisory role and we'll uh, <laughs> we'll take care of the cooking, and I'm like. I was I was kind of quiet for a minute. Yeah, like took you out of your game. You well, I was like, wait a minute, I, you, I don't have to cook. I mean, I no. can. Actually. I know what he was probably really thinking was like, what well, man? How was I going to get a couple extra sausages with nobody looking? So, oh, we got that. I got that covered. Don't worry. So you're going to be in the that's, that. That's why the grill is getting the signs hung on it by yours truly in a new paint job tomorrow. <laughs> so it'll be all nice and pretty. And the custom rod from Jacks. Jack's custom rods. He's uh, donated one for it up there, and it's supposed to be a really nice uh, rod up there, Braden. So uh, don't bid against me like you did last year. Well, I'm trying not to. It, <coughs> is it a gator rod? What kind of rod is it? No, it's a. It's going to be a bass rod, but it's really nice. It's going to well over a hundred and fifty dollar rod just by itself. So in other words, you two got to work out a high sign so we don't have the mower caper happen again. Is you know that was, a, that, no, was that was perfect. To, I just that have to walk perfect. over and go. Who are you getting that for? I said, dude, your birthday's coming up July 1. I was trying to buy it for you. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I can talk about it now, but being the mediary between the two of you, because it's like, Braden's like, why has he been? I I need that mower. And then then Glenn's looking at me. Glenn's like, it's. It's his birthday, and I'm trying to buy it. And I'm like, go tell him to stop it. Yeah, Nobody <laughs> said nothing. But it was about a good cause. You and know? Bill's so you just sitting over there I'm grinning no. like, let him go. Let him go. Let him go. The, the money goes to a good cause. Exactly. Let it go. But I was thinking, man, I hope he ain't buying that for my birthday because it's already passed. <laughs> but I heard him say, man, that thing would work good in my yard. Perfect. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? July 1 coming up birthday present oh gosh i'm not gonna actually put b to work out there mowing the front yard it's all good that's uh, it all right well we're gonna take a quick break so uh stay with us we are brought to you by the great folks out of g5 feeding outdoors don't forget they got their big father's day sale going on all this week not just this weekend but get your shopping done now that way it's all done you ain't got to worry about it so uh go in and check it out there's lots of great stuff out there on sale we'll go over that as the show goes on and also our good folks out at uh, brandon ford Always a good time to go buy a new truck. Always is. So go out and see him today. We'll be back. And welcome back. Big and wild outdoors in the studio this morning. Nice and cool air blowing across the room. Get nice ready for next week. I, I tell you, man, the humidity is already up pretty good this morning. When I walked outside, I was like, Poor Joe, but you got to go outside and get in your pen. But I'm going to feed you, give you plenty of water, and here's your bed. That would be the dog, not a person. That was going to be my question. <laughs> yeah, that would be a not a person. Yeah, Joe, we keep in the cage. Joe, you've been a bad boy. Get outside. <laughs> keep him in the cage. I, I tell you, he really enjoys coming in for the evening hours, and he spends the night in the house in his crib. But he's uh, he's all happy because the mosquitoes are ferocious. That's the thing. That's why you don't name a dog Joe. Why? Because then when you're talking about it on a radio show and they go, well, I had to take Joe out of his cage and uh, gave him some Joe. food and uh, take, <laughs> take him out, let him go use his, do his Is that where the name the came yard. from? The song? 
No. Joe? Waiting on Joe? No. Okay. Just no. Nah, just, the, just the old dog look with the uh, big ears. And, you know, it's a bloodhound. And uh, kind of reminded me of uh, my Uncle Joe way back. So that's why I named you Joe. If, any, if you, anybody out there, I could put this, can I put this out on the radio? Anybody that's got a chocolate lab female that's looking for a boyfriend, I've got a, a male dog that would be a perfect candidate for it. Oh. Was this? And welcome to yeah, dog your, man. Your, your dog goes and retrieves ducks all the time, right? Well, no, but he can find deer. <laughs> so I'm figuring, why not have the best it's of both okay worlds? Chihuahua, man. Here's, Easy, no, no, no. <laughs> A little wiener dog finds deer real good. I did. So anyway, out of G5 this week, <laughs> yeah. uh, all day Thank is you, the uh, Father's Day sale going on all week long. It actually started uh, kind of pretty much last weekend but uh it's going on all this week you got 15 to 25 percent off all select case knives out there 10 percent off southern grind knives that's that you know country singers brand out there you know he's got his knives out there uh 15 off all bench made knives 10 percent off all cleanse oil products 20 percent off rifle handgun rimfire and shotgun ammunition five dollars off a big green egg 20 pound bag of uh, charcoal and all uh, fire disc cookers are 10% off. They got those brand new Bradley cookers in there. You got can cookers in there, Liberty Outdoor coolers and kayaks. Uh, kayaks are on sale. Uh, we just got a brand new shipment of Barracuda bait nets and uh, mullet nets. Yes, they've been wait anticipating, and now they have mullet nets. What's the difference, Braden? Uh, mesh, mesh size, of course. There you go. And, uh, uh, Lou and Rod, uh, Lou's uh, Rod and Reel combo starting at fifty nine ninety five. Tsunami Rod and Reel combo starting at twenty nine ninety nine, and uh, the Shimano uh, Corrado and the uh, I think it's X Age Baitcaster combos. They're all uh, reduced in price too, and all the other stuff around there. That's just what I could find walking around yesterday with a pen and a paper. But uh, they He's got doing Costas, the shopping there. They got Costas. They got everything there. I don't know what to get my dad for Father's Day this year. I have no clue. What to get him? Just send him a card, man. Tell him you love him. <clears throat> Should I slip him a fan or something? I mean, <laughs> it's starting to reverse I just back. Thought, uh, I always tell all mine just gift certificates. I don't. I just. I'm a gift certificate person. Gift certificate. For, that for has yourself no heart. or that not has for no your heart dad? In it. Okay, we're going to have this debate right now. Well, your mom and dad you listen, so up. you can't talk. Well, no, it's uh, I have this debate every Christmas when people start talking about what do you get somebody for Christmas or what do you get somebody get me a gift certificate because then I can go get what I want, not what you think that I want. Yeah, but then you forget you have it. It's in a drawer somewhere. Yeah, and you then, don't, the, then, the, then the company makes billions of dollars of unused, the, the unused money and lost. Yeah, free money. How many of those things you got or, in the bottom of a box somewhere or in the junk drawer? Or from an optimistic person standpoint, like me, you look in the little holder in your Brandon Ford truck and you say, "Oh crap, I've got a gift card to lose." <laughs> I found a Home Depot oh. card. I found a Home Depot card the other day. I think it was Bill like after 50 that. bucks. I don't and, even know when. I don't even remember when I got it, and I don't know how much is what whatever. But if somebody so would have got you a bench made knife, you would remember I, exactly who went and where. Might have broke the tip off of that oh, thing no, already. I mean, well, come on now, a knife that's a layup. I mean, you, any guy in this room, you buy us a knife, we're going to be happy with it. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, and if I bought you a rod and a real combo or something like that, you'd say, "Well, Glenn got this for me yeah. ten years ago." And then, but if I gave you a, a gift card, you'd I'd just go like, buy whatever, sweet. and then next thing you know, what, I'd go buy that pole saw that I need, and I'd be like, every time I cut a limb, I think of Glenn. No, you wouldn't. 
Wouldn't work that way. <laughs> when you use that pole saw that you won last year at the Panfish Challenge, do you think of the Panfish Challenge every time you use it? Do I think of it? Oh, yeah, when you fired up, you go. <laughs> 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 Like, I, do, I do. I I, I turn around. I had my heart set on that. I went out there and put all my ticket. I put every single ticket in for that. Pole I kick song. myself now because I wish I was shooting on it. There were several people that. that did it. Bill just got the lucky draw. Do you know what Choo Choo's is donating this year so we can start the bidding now? Uh, they they gave us a um, a nice uh, chainsaw. Ooh, ooh, and they gave us a nice uh, hedger. Gas it. Uh, oh, there we go. Hedger. I don't need the hedger, but the chainsaw. Everybody needs a chainsaw. Yeah, pretty nice. No, well, actually, I have to use a hedger. <laughs> you never know. Hurricane season's right around the corner, and I think chainsaw. And how many is, trees do you have in your yard? Uh, two. Two. Yeah, but, but that's a huge oak tree, man. But, and that thing comes down. But if he had it, he could help his neighbors. Yeah, that's, that's what say. I was thinking. He could be out there cutting everything, and the kids could be hauling it to the it street. It is hurricane season. I have that's what I'm saying. Corner. Hey, I have an electric one and a gas one. So <laughs> that electric one I burned up years ago, but that gas one I'll be let my neighbors borrow it anytime they want to. But yes, uh, several great items that's going to be up there. So whether you can fish or not, just show up, and you can have an opportunity to um, silent auction or. Buy you some raffle tickets and put it into the buckets, the bait buckets, actually, mm-hmm. and uh, see what you get. I know Never Grandpa's know. coming. Luck at a draw. It'll be nice. Well, I know this past week, if you follow Jonathan on his Facebook page or in his social media, uh, he posted a video I thought was pretty interesting. A uh, guy shows a demonstration on the proper way to kill a rattlesnake. And... Uh, but why? Why do you want to? I kill love a I love doing that yesterday because I was like I knew what this was going to cost. Well, so. you know, for a lot of people, you know, they 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 revere the rattlesnake and they walk around it, and I and I try to do that. I'm that guy, but if it's that close and I and it's me or him, you know, there's a, there's a difference. There's a difference. There's, a difference. There's, there's very seldom it's a choice between you or him. Uh, why do you say been, that? There's been a couple instances where it's been a you, it's been a him or me type thing. So he wasn't backing up, and I was too afraid to move, and so uh, I let the shotgun do the talking. But anyway, uh, Jonathan put it up there, and it was out west somewhere, obviously, because yes. there were no trees, and it was just rocks. I assumed it was Wyoming or somewhere, because the rattlesnake really wasn't Have you? Have, you have a, I tagged you in it, because I was like, yeah. I knew you would be... You would love that because he caught the snake. Yeah, and the, well, and the snake really wasn't being aggressive. He was just letting you. Hey, I'm here. Go around. Let yeah. me show you my outdoor expertise on how to. It was basically bear grills a snake here. Exactly, and uh, the thing was is it did spark a little bit of controversy, but not too much. Uh, but the thing is, is I always find it funny out there in Wyoming. That's considered a huge snake. Yeah, it's only like three foot. And I'm like going when he picked when he picked like, it up. You are not picking up an Eastern Diamondback Rattler yeah. in Florida. Six and a half, seven That's, that's what footers? I was thinking. I want to see you whip that one. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Unless you are a bull whip expert, you're not going to crack the neck of that eight footer. Seriously, because we. I mean, <laughs> it's not going to happen, well, dude. dude. I've cracked bull whips all day, and I'm like him. There's no way I'm going to take the chance of picking up a snake five, six foot long. Because yeah. a rabbit, when you pick him up by the tail, he's going to curl back and, and half his whap weight. you. So exactly. you're done, man. Yeah. Well, I, I, do I, not do this at home. Uh, yeah. The the point of it was is that um, he was saying that you know if you chop the head off of it, it could still bite you and all that stuff. And so this right. is the proper way to do it. And when you break it like that, nothing works, and so the head is basically still attached, but yet it's not capable of biting you. 
And I thought it was very interesting because on the day that video was released, a story came out about a guy, a Texas guy. It was the the snake whipper. Who decapitated a rattlesnake. Story goes like this. Texas man nearly died after he was bitten by a rattlesnake that he had just decapitated. Milo Sutkiff and his wife, Jennifer, were doing yard work and they found a a four-foot rattlesnake. He took the shovel, severed the head off the snake, and when he bent down to pick it up, of course... It opened his mouth and bit him. Snake's head bit him. And his wife immediately called 911 and drove her husband to the hospital. He started having seizures, bleeding internally, and losing his vision. Doctors actually told his wife that his, her husband wasn't going to survive, even though they gave him uh, doses of antivenom. Wow. So she said, well, do what you got to do and keep at it. Normal person whose bit's going to need two to four doses of antivenom. This guy needed 26. Dear God. And is now how in much stable a, condition. How big was the snake? Four foot. Say, four but how foot. much did the antivenom cost the, the vial of that young Ugh. kid here that got bit? How much money was that? that oh, was it was incredible. some stupid money. It was like yeah. 80000 bucks or something. No, it was like more that. than that. It was stupid money. It was unbelievable. And, uh, you know, stupid money for a stupid thing. <laughs> when you cut the head off a rattlesnake, you use the shovel. To bury you it. You shovel the <laughs> Scoop up the head and you take it over on the back side of the yard and you dig a little hole and you put it down there and you bury it and you go away. You don't bend over and pick that it or up. You take the 410 snake charmer and point blank range and you don't have that problem. That, that was my point on your post. <laughs> Usually a buckshot or, or a bird shot from a foot away takes care of that 45, biting. 45, it all works. It takes care of that biting problem real quick. So anyway, there's your uh, outdoor safety tip for the day. Yeah, leave them alone. <laughs> Either walk around them or if you're going to do it, do it right. right. All right, we are the Bigger Wild Outdoors brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors and Brandon Ford. Hang with us, guys. It's crazy. All right, hey, welcome back, everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors, Braden Gunn, Glenn Kenman, Jonathan Swindleland, Bill George. Everybody's here. Amazing what one snake video conversation can start. I know. It's like, I'm scared. Hey, I'm, I'm not day. going nowhere. I'm staying in the studio. Well, you know, I know we all have our, our <laughs> snake adventures uh, being out in the woods as much as we were. We were all woods kids, so we were always out there. And I know uh, growing up in East Texas in my very youth youthful days, uh, we had the job of going out and ridding our uh, 12 acres out there of, yard patrol of copperheads you know dad would give us a machete and a and a forked stick like you were talking about and uh, uh bill and uh we would go out me henry castellan laddie lawson that was our deal we'd go all roll over logs pick up anything you know a piece of tin or we had to go roam the property and there were times where we get 20 or 30 of those copperheads off of that one little area they make good chili <laughs> Uh, we didn't make any chili out of them. Uh, we would, uh, and then uh, we'd catch them. Uh, I remember the first time we did it, we all caught them live. And my dad was standing there, here's this big old box of copperheads. He's like, now what are we going to do with that? What are we going to do with that big old box of snakes? And I was like, uh, I don't know. You're the adult. I'm just catching them. <laughs> you got me out here. My responsibility is just catching these highly venomous snakes. <laughs> Go put them in Bubba's mailbox. <laughs> Oh jeez! <clears throat> they ended Don't up on the, that. They ended up on the burn yeah. pile. They, they didn't make it too far. But from then on, it was dispatched them as we found them. So it was uh, remove know, head from body. Yes, fork stick, uh, fork stick, machete, and uh, make a slice in the ground. Flick the head down into the slice in the ground, and then you know, pat it down there and make sure that it was buried nice and deep. Well, so the you ants, get you're good. 
Yeah, let the fire ants yeah. do the rest. It's we, all good. We turned around. You know, you go through this different evolutions with snakes. At least I did. I didn't care about them. Then all of a sudden, one day I was rabbit hunting, and I went. I almost jumped from one little part of a thicket to another, and for some reason, I stopped and looked twice, and there coiled up on that little spot that I was getting ready to jump on was a big rattlesnake, and that was the first big rattlesnake I had incurred. Down here, eastern? Eastern, big eastern diamond back. So I turned around, and I, I shot it, you know, it just and it just made you shake so much, and you go there, you cut that head off, and the thing is still squirming and moving. And, you know, 20 minutes later, it still would hit you with that stump, you know, and it's like, ow. Yeah, the, but, thing, the thing that kills me about them, and I know with me, Glenn, you can probably talk about this. Well, we all can, is seeing the old pictures of the ones that they killed back in the 70s and the 80s and some of these places like Walden Lake and places like my father-in-law actually helped the guy clear the property for Walden Lake. And they showed me a pic. He showed me a picture of one laying across a seven foot bush hog easily mower oh, yeah. and just folded over. But it's like y'all's alligator pictures. You just see it. <laughs> the draped top, over the edges, <laughs> the top of Tampa Bay. There's some, there's some really big ones, but you know, after, after that ones, experience, big, weed Island, man, there's some big old boys out there too. After that experience, I was the full legging chaps mm. and this and that, and I was hot. Amazing how quick I was snake boots ain't that expensive. And, and you know, and I'd be wearing those, and those worked really good for the briars. But then at one point, I finally, you know, after a couple of years of not really encountering a whole lot, I'm sitting there saying, okay, now if I do, where's the heat spot? And you know, that snake goes on heat what's the hottest spot as those chops come and part at your crotch i'm like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lucky for you that they don't strike that high unless they're on a hill if, they, if he yeah. strikes that high he's a big boy so yeah but, you might as well just give that one to him and, yeah and the one other really good thing one time i went looking for a rattlesnake my brothers and i went targeting looking for a rattlesnake and we tromped the woods high and low and then i was out on the salt flats prairie and there was a piece of plywood there it wasn't very big and i mm-hmm. said oh now we're gonna well, there's probably gonna be a black racer or something underneath there nope. and i went and i picked that board up and i'm looking square in the face i mean my face was like two foot from that dang diamond back and it was like ooh. So <laughs> did you drop it or did you let it back down? I slowly? let that. I, no, I dropped it. <laughs> and, I, and it's like, then we started hitting the board and all it did was turned around and just rattled and rattled and rattled. And it's like, how are we going to get Bill's that? Bill's tip of the week. When you pick up old lumber, use a shovel <laughs> yeah, still with a long handle. <laughs> so as kids, I had a, a pack of firecrackers in my backpack. Oh, no. We turned around and it's finally... <laughs> my brother lifted up the board and i threw that pack of firecrackers uh, underneath there and when that thing started going off that snake cleared it quick and i shot it right as it was departing right in the tip of the head and didn't mess up the hide at all there you go <laughs> and of course it wasn't the effect because they can't hear so it wasn't the loudness well, yeah, of it. They i'm could sure it was feel the percussions it. yeah they could feel it uh, my biggest fear was when we were out uh, whenever you go out and you go blackberry picking it was always, I didn't have to worry about rattlesnakes so much where I was, but in Mississippi, that area in the summertime, it was always copperheads. Yeah, copperheads copper everywhere. Were a big thing. They're everywhere. Because where there's berries, there's mice, and where there's mice, there's copperheads. And uh, when you're a kid tromping through there, 
your only solution is when you go from one side to the other, instead of walking slowly, you would just run across as fast as you could, hoping that, you know, it would miss you. Or what if there was one in there, you would just run, yeah. you know, and we tried that same technique in Palmetto's. You know, you try to let that rattlesnake know you're coming, you know, through there, you know, hey, hey, you know, and uh, stingray shuffle. That's why I always have this bad thing about pygmies, because Easterns will give you a little warning or they'll take oh, off. Yeah. Those pygmies, they just ball up and they just wait. And they're like, oh, man, I know you ain't going to mess with me. You're getting too close. They tried to warn you. They just don't. Yeah, you just can't hear them. <laughs> you can't hear that little oh, the, itty bitty rattle. The proverbial, <laughs> they don't have enough butt. No. And that's why I have uh, you know a disdain for pygmies and water moccasins because they're 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 like the black mamas of the North American continent. They stand their ground and you know they 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 have little man syndrome. Yeah, they'll come after you. So it's I did, those two I don't. I, I, I got another snake topic for you. Did <laughs> you see our boy Dusty's back on History Channel? Oh, with Troy? I did see that. <clears throat> he, they're doing some special or something. Uh, Save the Everglades or whatever it is. Where they're going to be out running around? He's going were, to be out. You'd be proud of him, Bill. They were attacking the alligators. So Troy came down here to help Dusty catch some snakes. Oh, I haven't seen all of it yet, so I can't tell Maybe. you. Well, if you want to save the Everglades and save that land down there, we better do something with those cats. The pia cougars, yes. the panthers. Yeah, they're a little overpopulated down that way. Well, all you have to do is move what? them. Don't you know that's the solution to everything? You just move it. You just pick the cat up Listen, and you take it up to a cow. Just relax. A cat was hit by a car, so they take it up to North Florida to rehabilitate it. And when they're done rehabilitating it, where'd they do? They released it. In North they Florida. took it back down where it's overpopulated and <laughs> well, let it go where... back there. Versus, hey, let's just let it go up here. We need a few. No, we it's don't. part of our no. recovery plan. No, they don't need a few in North to Florida. To expand the population. <laughs> you got to remember, Jonathan, that, that, that one cougar represents... I run a hog hunting operation. Tens of, south. <laughs> that, one, that one panther represents tens of thousands of dollars in other people's pockets. It's, is, your, is your place north of I-10 or south of I-10? My, south. Okay. My plan Calhoun is, County. My thing is you let them go north of 10... They won't cross over ten, and they're going to migrate mm. to Georgia. So you're wait, you're saying dump them in Alabama over there in Blackwater, and then <laughs> <laughs> hopefully they won't make their way back across I ten. Just don't they, tag them. Yeah, they won't make it across. And the 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 recovery plan for the panther is it is encompasses the whole southeast, but Georgia doesn't want them. Nobody wants them. But if we put them just north of ten in Florida, it's not our fault if they go north. You know that makes a lot of sense because where did we do it for turkeys? It was Holmes County. That's up in that neck of the woods, yeah, you know, but, trying to get the them back in. Ain't, the turkeys ain't out eating stuff. Yeah. They're just yep. eating insects. Nobody likes insects. <laughs> Let them eat all you want. I like glitz. I'm sorry I have to glue <laughs> this one. I'm just saying that if you're looking for a place to dump them, go up to Holmes County. Just, they, they why need don't it. we? Well, here's the thing. Why don't we dart a few of them? And since they have all this advanced technology now, we just program into their brain how to kill pythons, and <laughs> they can teach the rest of them. And Cyborg there, cougar. There you go. I mean... I'm just spitballing here. Triple eight four zero four ten ten. Oh, don't don't call. <laughs> don't even call. <laughs> just start a mess unless you want to. Man, no, it's all good. Triple eight four zero four ten ten. If you'd like to chime in on Jonathan Snake, how to take care of everything. Well, I, I when we come back, we will say this. Looks like we missing a person. Uh, another alligator is uh, hit bit the dust, I guess, because he bit a 
lady out walking her dog. I think he did more than bite her. Yeah, yeah that, that's too. tragic for the uh, family and, of course. Uh, well, we had the news from the report on Friday, and then there's more news on it today. So we'll give you that when we come back. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by Brandon Ford and G5 Feeding Outdoors. Going on now, Father's Day sale. Go out and see him. Go visit. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden, Glenn, John, Bill, Bill. We're Bill. all we're all here in the studio today, and uh, just kind of going over some of the things that happened this past week. One of them I need to mention again is we got a lot more auction items that we're going to be giving away up there at the uh, Panfish Challenge coming up this weekend. It's on Saturday. Next Saturday, we'll be broadcasting live. We'll all be there, hanging out. And uh, hopefully everybody will show up, bring their kids, go out and have a good time, go fishing. It's uh, from 8 until 1 is the official check-in time. Is that the cutoff time or is that the check-in time? That's the check-in time? What's that? 1 o'clock? Yeah, everything, every, everybody has to be back in for weigh-in at 1 o'clock. <clears throat> Anything okay. after that, read the rules. So if find they show all those, up at 12 o'clock. You, you're you fine, can, but uh, if you know, you, you just read the rules. You'll find them on our Big and Wild Facebook page as well as PanavistaLodge.com. And, of course, day of the event, if you uh, just show up, you can read those, and it tells you, explains it, how it works. If you're late, then you start losing poundage, which is very critical for the weigh-in. Ooh, that's not good. And if you're on a hot spot and you want to come weigh in and then go back out and fish, that's fine. Yeah, but you got to... You know, you got to stick around for the, all the uh, finals to be done. And of course, we want to thank the FWC again for uh, stepping out and coming out for the uh, weigh-in, doing all the weigh-in for us again as they have in the past. Uh, look forward to that because then, you know, when the guys are standing there, the biologists, they take all that information. Uh, it's kind of a win situation for everyone because when they come in, they take all the information that they the, uh, the catch, take a few notes, and then everybody gets to take their catch and go clean them and eat them for later. But all that information is put into their system. Uh, the, if how, you don't the want to clean the fish them, and the, how the the lake is uh, recovering after all the restoration that was done for many years. If you don't want to clean them, we've had Clen- Kenman's cleaning service. <laughs> yeah, and I've been also. known to stand there for many many hours <laughs> cleaning <laughs> fish <sighs> for a price. Uh, no, there was no price. So you had to share one for you, two for me, that kind of thing. Uh, I, I don't want to say that right now. Wait till they show up, and they're already hot and tired. Then they're kind of like less rough. Then they they're a little easier to deal with. They say, well, "I'll make you a deal. You yeah. got twenty five fish here. I'll clean ten I'll of you them. 10 for I'll give them ten of you. Fifteen for me That's for my right. cleaning fee. That's right. You figure you're getting two sides off each fish. It's all good. And then, of course, as Bill always pointed out, well, you know, what is the legal limit for possession limit? Correct. <laughs> I got to watch out. Wow. Wait a minute. You just got to correct. You didn't get a. What is what? What is the possession limit? You're parking at the wrong tree, Hoss. This is, <laughs> that's your, your department. Because <laughs> when they give them to him, a lot now of times they're still live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, hey, I'm, the possession limit for a panfish to me has always been how many do you want to clean? That's a possession limit. Well, now, you this, know, you know, like 50 fish. You know who can answer that question? Nick. The FWC guys who will be there doing the weigh-in. So there you go. Yeah, so I, I just got to make sure I'm in right. Bill's going to have to stand on this cooler. Yeah. Jonathan on that cooler. <laughs> yeah. You, you know you might have a business opportunity right there, right? I mean, you know what, how much money the guy makes when it's scallop season that yeah. sits there and shucks his, his, cleans yeah. the scallops and all that? Oh, yeah. You could have like a $15, $20 fish cleaning charge and, you know, per cooler and just let it ride. 
That would be. They, a, he'd rather have the fish. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> uh, this past week, uh, a lady out walking her dogs uh, around a lake over in Davie, Florida, at the Silver Lakes Rotary Nature Park at around nine forty-five a.m. on uh, yesterday. Uh, apparently, the dogs and her walked up on a nice large alligator, and apparently, one of the dogs was being uh, initially attacked or something. That's what they're <clears throat> they're estimating. Because one of the dogs had a really bad uh, gash on it. So we only figured that the lady probably reached down there to try to pull the dog out of the gator's mouth or whatever it was. And then when he let go of the dog, he got a hold of her and um, got her by the arm or something. And, uh, of course, dragged her off into the lake. And uh, they never haven't found her yet. But they did catch a 12-footer that was out of the pond. And it, uh, according to the necropsy, it contained uh, a human arm, so uh, they're going to dispatch the gator, of course, to do that. And so they've basically made a guess that she's probably, you know, probably passed away by now. So uh, it's one of those things where <clears throat> we talk about it all the time, but it seems like we talk about it all the time, but we really don't. Because if you go back and you look at the numbers, the FWC says that 401 people have actually been bitten by alligators, including uh, 24 fatalities since 1948 and the most recent one of course was that poor little kid that was out there at uh, walt disney world at the resort and uh, got pulled in the water there and uh, that was the last fatality in the state of florida which was in 2016 seems like it was yesterday but uh, you know it's a few years ago it seems like a couple of years ago i have a question for bill and you're as far as laws go you're one of the people i would call in a heartbeat clear stuff up so Let's put myself in that situation. I'm walking my dogs. I have a concealed carry permit and an alligator proceeds to attack me or my dogs. Do I have my legal rights to dispatch that alligator with my concealed carry permit? I would. In a heartbeat. <laughs> you, may not, you may not be in the, the I mean, we're thinking, no, 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 no. We're, we're thinking on the same page here, you, but you, you have... I'm now, just, I've always wondered that. Now, if one's sitting down by the water's edge and you just start lighting up on them, that's, that's, that's a difference. Thing. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's a different thing. You're going to get jacked up all day long. But if you turn around, everything's at the discretion of an officer. And the officers, they're, they're people. I mean, it, if you turn around and truly had a situation in which that's, that's occurring, that, that, that's one thing. But I will tell you, there are people that get bit and hurt. They get tickets for harassing the alligator. Hmm. Okay. Oh, I was just trying to help it off of the road. Don't okay? screw with the alligator. Don't mess with the alligator. Stay away from them. Or, or the one guy not too long ago, they were having to trap a nuisance alligator, and he didn't think that the people were doing such a great job. So he went, he was drunk and jumped on the alligator, and the alligator turned around and bit him. Yeah. He ended up in the hospital, and he also ended up with a citation. Yeah. Well, you know? For stupidity. One but, of the things you got to remember, a lot of these parks uh, are regulated, and they have uh, you can't carry any firearms on the premises. Uh, but the state does allow you to carry a gun with you when you're participating in an outdoor uh, fishing, camping, hiking, yeah. and stuff like that. So there is that fine line. It's just uh, when you, if you have one and you use it, then you just got to deal with the consequences, whatever they may be afterwards. I would think that if it was attacking just the dog – I don't know if that would be probable cause for you to get out there and start, you know, emptying rounds into it. 
you know, you may get an officer that says, look, you know, you were down in his territory. He was out there. Yeah, uh, but you I'm know, paying. Then that case, that sucker's it, attacking it, one of my dogs. I'm paying the fine. Sorry. Well, then that, then he would have to do <laughs> that. It, but it, but it, if it was you it. personally, if it, if you witnessed this woman being dragged into no. the water and ran out with your concealed weapons, you know, and gun and pop, 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 you know, and, and killed it and saved her life. I don't think there's a jury in the world that's going to say you're a bad guy. Yeah. And it's not uh, just know. a fine. You're that's a felony. So then you're a convicted felon and you won't have a gun. Mm. Well, man, Bill, you just the, took all the wind out of yeah, this. Really, I'm just saying, it, it, drive. It, 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 well, that, that, that goes back it. to the judge by what, twelve, carried by what, six when, mentality when, to me. When <laughs> it when it comes to alligators, they don't play. Yeah, oh, okay. I know that. You you go kill a couple deer and that's 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 one thing you mess with an alligator it's a it's a different story well, but obviously, guess, obviously a 12 footer in this nature park or whatever and this is not apparently the only large alligator in no, that, that was area. a 10 footer apparently reported this the, the weeks before yeah, yeah so if if you're if they're gonna let that stuff happen I mean, who? I mean, you know, the, you know, lawyers are going to start pointing blame. They're going to be looking at the state of Florida. They're going to be looking at whoever runs this uh, this nature park. They're, and, I mean, they're going to be there's going to be lawsuits in, flying all in over Hillsborough the place. County. Medard Park is well known for having a lot of big alligators. Oh yes, okay. And that was my question, but break is coming up, and I wanted to save that. But you want to save that? Yeah, yeah. because. You know, it's going to be a lengthy discussion, I'm sure, but for anybody, if they want to chime in at triple eight four four ten ten, whenever uh, we start talking. But just in the past, when you talk about the number of permits or applications that was submitted for the statewide gator hunt and those that are issued, and then when you get a, a county tag, what is excluded from that county tag? And that's, That county tag should include that nature ever, park. It should include everything. It does not exclude it. it. It does care. not exclude it. It does exclude it. We're, if we're, no that's access. after the break. That's after the break. You holster it. Holster it. <laughs> break. It, it'll exclude it if there's no legal ding, ding, ding. means of access. And it can have legal means of access. We are Big and Wild Outdoors. Brought to you by G-Hawks Outdoor. Brandon Ford, hold that talk, Bill. We'll be right back. <laughs> 